Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. The Cedar of Lebanon. The just man shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like the cedar of Lebanon. How often I've meditated on this passage in sacred scripture. The cedars of Lebanon have always been the symbol of the national and religious life of my country, Lebanon. From the forests of Lebanon, vast numbers of trees went into the building of Solomon's temple in Jerusalem. From my country, there was to emerge Father Charbel, the wonder worker of Lebanon, who now stands as a cedar of God in paradise. This is the story of three people whose lives were touched by the mysterious presence of Father Charbel. Let's see now. Your name is Azzurri, am I right? Yes, Doctor, it is. And uh, you were wounded in the Battle of Melkaya? Yes, I was. The reports I have here show your leg was badly crushed, and you've gone through long and painful treatments in order to save your leg. Yes, Doctor. Is there any hope for me? There is so much in life I have to do. I, I want to do. Azzurri... You were known for your courage during the war. You must have the same courage to accept what I'm going to tell you now. 
Your leg is badly infected. We cannot save it. I'm sorry. No. No, I won't permit it. I won't permit it. If we don't operate, you could lose the other leg. Doctor, there must be another way. In God's name, is there no other way? In God's name, I'm telling you what must be done. Only a miracle could save your leg. Doctor, what, what, what did you say? I said only a miracle could save your leg. As a doctor, it isn't my business to recommend miracles in the place of treatment. I, I have heard of the miracles worked at the tomb of Father Charbel on Mount Anaya. And You've I... got a leg that's become badly infected, and we have to operate. This isn't the time to talk about faith healing. Be reasonable. Reasonable? I, I was reasonable when I let the doctor treat me for over a year. I have endured pain through all these treatments, and they have failed. Why shouldn't a miracle be worked for me as well as the others? Do you expect God to suspend the laws of nature because you've suddenly decided to place your faith in him? My faith won't work the miracle. God alone will do it. And when there has been no miracle, Azuri, it'll be too late for surgery to help you. Father Sharpel. My God, I know you can do all things. You have promised us that if we have faith, we can move mountains. I believe with all my heart that you will cure me. Lord Jesus, be merciful to me, a sinner. Father Sharpel, Pray for me. Blessed are you, Azuri, because you believed without seeing. In the name of Jesus Christ, stand up and walk. I, I am cured. I am cured. I can walk. I can walk. I shall never forget the joy on Azuri's face when he spoke to me of the miracle. He stirred in my heart a longing to receive a sign from God that I, that I too in the name of Jesus Christ would be made whole. For I could see very poorly. I was blind in one eye. Alexander obeyed. Can it be? Is it really you, Azuri? Yes, yes, in the flesh. I haven't seen you since we were both hospitalized during the war. Much has happened since I last saw you, Alexander. Alexander. You look so strong and steady. Your leg, it looks well. My leg has been healed. I thought the doctors didn't have much hope. Alexander, my leg was healed not through medical treatment, but by a miracle. A miracle? Oh, come now, Azuri. I didn't think you believed in such things. I wasn't especially religious, at least while I was enjoying good health and good times. But when I was wounded, I began thinking about the existence of God and the purpose for human suffering. And, well, I began to feel a need for someone stronger than myself. 
Do what it means. I feel this need so much myself. Look at me, Azuri. My face is badly disfigured. I had an accident 13 years ago, and my eye was badly damaged. Sometimes the pain almost drives me out of my mind. Tell me, where did this miracle take place? At the tomb of Father Charbel, on Mount Anaya. Mount Anaya? Oh, yes. I've heard of Father Charbel and the strange happenings of this tomb. Perhaps I should make a pilgrimage to Mount Anaya. Who knows? I, too, might find that the age of miracles hasn't passed. What I would not give to be able to see with both my eyes. My friend, the age of miracles will always be with us. All you have to give is complete faith in the power of God. Good morning, Anthony. How are you this beautiful morning? Beautiful for you, perhaps, but not for me. But it's such a lovely day. We must be thankful for that. Thankful for what? Me, with this crippled arm. Have courage, Anthony. You're not cursed by God. In your heart, you know that God is mindful of the heavy cross you bear. If you have faith, you will find peace in your heart. There will never be a change. I have no peace in my heart, only bitterness. I have no home, no family. You can talk about courage. Do you know what they call me? The beggar of Beirut. I earn my living by the sweat of my brow, and I've never begged anything from anyone. What can I say, Anthony, but trust in God? Without faith and trust, life is meaningless. I know that life is meaning for those who have eyes to see. It's easy to say, have faith. I keep the commandments. I try to be honest in my dealings with others. I pray, and, and God will not answer. What have I done to deserve this? Why should my lot in life be so hard? I don't want to wait for eternity to be happy. I want happiness now. Anthony, we don't come by faith or courage easily. I once asked these questions, and in his own time, God answered me. What are you talking about, Alexander? You speak in riddles. Anthony, I pray that God will touch your heart and enlighten you to see with clear vision of faith. Oh, stop it, stop it. I'm sick of all this talk about faith. What has it done for you? Answer me. You're half blind and you talk of faith and clear vision. Don't you notice anything different about me, Anthony? You who've known me in good times and bad times must have noticed a change. Well, I, I see nothing different except your eye isn't as ugly and red as it usually is. My friend, the eye that was blind can see. I shall never cease to thank God for this miracle. You can see? Oh, you're mad. You've become the victim of your own delusions of faith. No, no. What I've said is not of madness or delusion. I can see with both eyes, and it was a miracle. Yes. Yes, you do look different. Is it true? You can see with both eyes? Yes. Yes, Anthony, I can truly see with both eyes. God restored my sight through Father Chabel's prayers. Do you believe in the power of God? I believe in the power of God. But who's Father Charbel? You've you've heard of the one the Muslims call Al-Qadis, the saint? He's known throughout Beirut. Well, everyone's heard of Al-Qadis, but what has that to do with Father Charbel? Al-Qadis and Father Charbel are one and the same. But how can a Muslim be a Christian also? He wasn't a Muslim, Anthony. He was a Maronite monk who lived on Mount Anaya. 
But how can he be the holy one of the Moslems? I've never heard of a Christian saint for the Moslems. Because God has worked so many miracles through him for so many people of so many beliefs. Christians, Muslims, and Jews. Father Chabel seems to be a symbol of unity for our time. Then God cured you through Father Chabel? Completely. Have there been other miracles? Hundreds. The cure of my friend Azuri was one of them. Alexander, how did it happen? Tell me about it, please. It happened in the strangest way, just a short time ago. I was in pain for many, many days because of my eye. Then, one night as I was lying in bed... I can't bear this pain any longer. I pray to God for relief, but my prayer isn't answered. My eye burns in me like the fires of hell. The pain is bad enough. This terrible depression I feel is worse. Why have I been chosen to suffer? Why has God chosen me? <laughs> if only I could sleep. Alexandra. Alexander, my son. Who are you? How do you know my name? I am Father Charbel. God has heard your cries and the prayers you've offered. He has sent me to console you. Persevere, Alexander. Persevere and have faith. That is when I first saw Father Chabel. He stood by my bed and told me to persevere and have faith. God sent him to console me. And for the first time in so long, Anthony, I felt such deep peace in my heart. Anthony, have faith. And you too will find peace. Yes. Yes, go on. Tell me more. Several days passed. And the pain grew worse. Could I have been deceived by the appearance of Father Chabel? Was I, was I losing my mind as a result of this pain and depression? I refused to give up. And I continued to persevere in prayer. Then, last week... God! My God! Why have you forsaken me? Oh, help me! Take this pain away from my eye! Alexander, my son. Let your heart be at peace. God loves you very much. Patience, my son. You will be well. Patience. Have faith. Have faith. The dream seemed so real. I was certain I was going to be well. I believed it. With all my heart, I believed I would be cured and God would work this miracle through Father Chabel. That night I fell asleep with great expectation in my heart. And in my dream I heard the voice of Father Charbel. Alexander, your faith has made you whole. In the name of Jesus Christ, let your eyes be opened. Anthony, 
I could see. Well, you tell an amazing story, Alexander, but I find it hard to believe in miracles. Anthony, God has given you the gift of faith. Why shouldn't you believe in the power of God? What about the miracles which have taken place at Lourdes, Fatima, and the other shrines? You're right, Alexander. Forgive me, I, I didn't mean to scoff at your belief. I, I suppose I was thinking that miracles only happen to people we don't know and in some distant land. I, I want to believe what you tell me and, and ask God to help me. You're a humble man, Anthony. I'm sure that God will answer your prayer. There's so, so many times when I... I feel God hasn't any concern for the poor, suffering, abandoned peoples in this world. He is closer to you than you think. Oh, if only I could believe this. If only he would give me a sign. Perhaps he will. Anthony, why don't you make a pilgrimage to the tomb of Father Chabel at Anaya? Do it with complete trust in the power and goodness of God. Pray at Father Chabel's tomb for a deeper faith and resignation if you receive no outward sign from God. I'll go to Anaya. Not because I'm fully convinced that so many miracles have taken place there, but because I want to believe that God really cares for all of us. Perhaps these miracles have a natural explanation. That's for others to discuss. I only know that I was blind, and now I see. Pray for me, Alexander, while I'm at Anaya. I promise you, Anthony, I will. When you reach Anaya, go and see Father Eunice, the superior of the monastery. He's heard Father Charbel's voice and has felt his presence. His story will strengthen your faith. And so, I made my way to the village of Anaya, outside the city of Beirut. I was buoyed up by the hope that the same power that healed the blindness of Alexander and the crushed leg of Adzuri would make my crippled arm whole. Come in. Are you Father Eunice? Yes, I am. May I help you? My name is Anthony Rabat. I'm a friend of Alexander Obiad, the blacksmith who was blind and now can see... Uh. He told me of this miracle and of the many others which were worked at the tomb of Father Charbel. And uh, you, Anthony, do you seek a miracle? Yes, Father, I do. I want to pray at the tomb of Father Charbel and ask God to restore strength to my crippled arm. Do you think Father Charbel can cure you? I know God can cure me, if he so wills, through Father Charbel. I believe this with all my heart. May God reward you, Anthony, according to your faith. Did you know Father Charbel? No, no, I didn't. He died in 1898. But I've heard his voice and felt his presence. Won't you tell me something about it, about him? It, uh, it was in 1950 when I first heard the voice of Father Charbel. Late one night... Here at the monastery, I'd built a nice warm fire in my room. I sat down on a chair to rest and closed my eyes for a few minutes. When... Father Eunice. Father Eunice. Get up. Go to my tomb. Open it. 
What, what, what was that? He must have been dreaming. Still, I'm positive I heard a voice. Who is it? Who speaks? Arise, I say to you, and go open my tomb. <gasps> Something touched my arm. You must open my tomb. I am Father Charbel. Father Charbel? No, I'm I'm not dreamy. Brother John. Brother John! Yes, Father, what is it? Father, are you all right? You look terrified. John, John, something pulled me from this chair. Come. Come with me quickly. We must go to Father Charvel's tomb. He's commanded me to open it. Father Charbel. He's been dead for over 50 years. Yes, yes, yes. Hurry, hurry. We mustn't waste any time. I only know I I must open his tomb. Father, look. Something is seeping out from under the door of the tomb. Father, look, they are dripping from the lower part of the casket. It's, it's more blood. Let's open the casket. I must see what this is. Father, he looks as if he's sleeping. Look at his face. He, he's sweating blood. Let me wipe his face with my handkerchief. His body is still warm. Father, do you smell an odor of flowers? Yes. Yes, I, I do. John, we must close the casket, seal the tomb, and refer this matter to the Father General of the Order. Say absolutely nothing to anyone about what's happened. Father Eunice, look at your handkerchief. The imprint of his face is on it. A month after we sealed the tomb, an order was issued for an investigation by a commission of both church and medical authorities. Again, we found the body in the same condition. When word of what happened reached the people of the town, their voices cried out, Miracle! Miracle! Father Eunice, what did Father Charbel do that wrought such miracles from the hand of God? He gave up everything in life for God when he was a young man. He came to our monastery to become a monk and dedicate his life completely to God. But he must have done extraordinary things as a monk. He did the ordinary things extraordinarily well, Anthony. He spent the last years of his life on top of this mountain dressed in the thinnest of robes, sleeping on straw, fasting and praying. 
Well, do you think it was these acts of penance which made him a saint? Not in themselves. They were an overflow of his deep love for God and his fellow man. It was his deep faith and ardent love that made him a saint. When did he die, Father? He died in 1898 on Christmas Eve while Mass was being offered. He was 68 years old. Father Eunice, please take me to the tomb of Father Charbel. Here we are, Anthony. Now, again, I ask you if you believe in the power of God to cure you of your deformity. I do, Father. And if God doesn't cure me, then I know he'll give me the grace to bear my cross with patience and love. Isn't this a miracle in itself? Yes, Anthony. But only those who have the clear vision of faith can see the wonder of such a miracle of grace. I'll uh, leave you alone now. Jesus, if it's your will, I beg you to heal my crippled arm. I know that you can do all things, and you reward each one according to his faith and love. I do believe, Lord. Help thou mine unbelief. I've come a long way to pray at the tomb of your servant, Father Chappelle. Please, help this beggar bearer. Yes, Anthony. You have come a long way to witness the power and the glory of God. He has heard your prayer. Let your wish be granted according to your faith. That day, Anthony Rabat, the beggar of Beirut, was cured as he prayed at the tomb of Father Charbel. Didn't Jesus say, He who believes in me and in the works that I do, he also shall do. And greater than these shall he do. This is a prophecy being fulfilled in our present day and age. Through the wonders wrought at the tomb of Father Charbel, the cedar of Lebanon. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. 
We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need, please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.